Welcome to Live, life-inspired views for every day. My name is Chris Meyer, and I'm a curious soul. Many years ago, I was monitoring a first grade inside recess. One of the first graders took my hand and led me to a little record player where the needle was going around and around in the center, indicating the record was done playing. He said, Mrs. Meyer, can you rewind this? <laughs> rewind this? I laughed inside. He was too young to remember the records, or vinyls as they are called today. He knew only cassette tapes that needed rewinding when finished. Well, today the kids hardly know what CDs are, much less cassette tapes. Instead, their world is filled with digital recordings on their devices. But the idea of rewinding can be a concept that might help us deal with some of those old tapes we so often replay in our mind that either reinforce the encouragement that we felt upon hearing them or increase the rut of self-destruction or criticism that often comes with the repetition of those memories. Remember the infamous flea experiment? Some scientists put fleas in a jar and watched as they continuously jumped out. Then they put a lid on the jar. The fleas tried jumping out only to hit the lid of the jar. They soon stopped jumping just short of the lid, realizing the boundary. When the scientists removed the lid, they still didn't jump out because they were conditioned to that boundary. We are often like those fleas. Sometimes something is said that to us long ago that created lid thinking in our mind. It formed a boundary on our ability to see ourselves in any other way but the one that was presented to us in that comment. For some reason, we latch on to negative comments or our interpretation of them far more easily and longer than the encouraging ones that lifted us high. One of my favorite stories to tell is about a little puppy who was going around the farm one day. The big old workhorse looked down at him and he said, Hello there, little fellow. I'm the workhorse. I'm the most important animal on this farm because I pull the plow for the farmer so he can feed his family. <laughs> but you're so little and all, you must not help the farmer at all. Pretty soon they heard moo and it was a milk cow. She said, Oh, hello there, fellow. I'm the most important animal on this farm because I give milk so the farmer can give it to nourish his family. But you're so little and all, you must not be able to do much for the farmer. Too bad. Well, then the sheep, hello, little fella, I'm the sheep. I'm the most important animal on this farm because I give my wool so they can stay up warm all through the winter. But you're so little, what can you do? Oh, everyone on the farm thought they were the most important animal. The cat caught mice, the chickens gave eggs. But they all agreed on one thing. They thought that little puppy wasn't much use to the farmer because he was so little and everything. Well, at in the afternoon, he went behind a big old oak tree and lay down and just started to sob and sob. Pretty soon, he heard a deep voice. It was the farm dog. He said, hello there, fella. What you crying about? And so the puppy told him he was so small he couldn't help the farmer at all. And the big old farm dog said, oh, little fella, you can't cry about what you can't do. You got to think about what you can do. And I know when the farmer comes home at the end of the day so hot after working in the field, he loves it when you jump into his arms and roll around on the grass. So don't think about what you can't do. Think about what you can do. So that afternoon, the farmer came through the gate and the puppy ran across the lawn and jumped into his arms and they rolled around. And as he held the puppy close, the farmer said, Oh, little fellow, you make me feel so good. I wouldn't trade you for any animal on this farm. Hmm. That big old farm dog helped the little puppy rewrite the script.
Can you rewrite the script of some of those old negative tapes you have playing in your mind? Can you rewind and edit the script to make it encouraging, inspiring, or motivating instead? If you were told you didn't have a good voice enough to sing in the choir, could you rewrite the script to, I love music and no one can stop me from singing in my own house choir? <laughs> if someone teased you about being heavy, could you rewrite the script to, I need my body to hold all the love I have for others? If someone made you feel dumb, could you rewrite the script to, it's not how smart I am, but where I am smart? We must say these new scripts over and over until they stay in our minds forever. By doing that, we will break through the lid that put we put on our jar of life. I have a dear friend, Tony Koloff, who ran radio stations all over northern Iowa. Tony recently turned 80 years old and celebrated his birthday on his radio station by playing his favorite tunes and called it Tony's Favorite Top 80. What if we made a list of positive tapes for each year of our life, or at least 10 years? <laughs> we could crowd out those lingering negative tapes and fill our days with confidence and possibility. Write your top 10 list today and put it on your bathroom mirror. Join me next Monday for Live, Life-Inspired Views for Every Day. I'm Chris Meyer, and I'm a curious soul.